Hello, I'm Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Learn, Learn to, to Like, like each, each Other. How are you, dear Delbert? Stephanie, I'm checking levels, and it looks like we're good, but I've been checking other things, too. Yes. Yeah. I've been checking pHs of soil. Oh yeah. I've been checking my leaf cuttings and my propagation. Do you have a pH soil checker thing? I so I ordered uh, some soil from this place called Bonsai Jack and it makes perfect succulent soil and it comes with a pH strip. I'm too afraid to use it cuz I'm a, I think that I'll probably be way off of what I'm supposed to be. Do you how do you use it? <laughs> you just like wet it and then you put it in the dirt and then it does the thing well i don't feel like that sounds too difficult i think you can do it (laughs) yeah i just don't like i have just sort of like gathered dirt from wherever i can find it and so i don't know if it's like the best kind but from what however if i know anything about the forest and the jungles that plants can basically grow anywhere on anything so I think they'll be okay. So what got you into succulent propagation? Oh, yeah. So for those who don't know, who haven't heard, I've kind of gone a little plant crazy, house plant crazy. I think it's a combination of many things. One, it's getting cold out, and I want to bring some life into my office, you know? It's cold. It's that time of year where things are kind of getting darker earlier, and I just like the idea of, like, bright growth and new things coming. And then I'm also, like trying to learn to be more patient, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. um, so like uh, these things take forever. And so knowing that, but having like a timeline, but then also knowing that it can take forever, but that it will happen eventually and that it's very hard to screw up, especially with some of these like unkillable plants. It's like, it's kind of a, it's a recipe for success and helping me learn to be more patient. So I'm I'm just going to see how that works. Cool. I don't. I wish I had more to add. I just think it's cool that you're doing you something nothing? like this. Any questions? Any anything that you've done like this in your life? Any anecdotes? Well, I had a plant once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I murdered it. At, uh, well, you do have one plant that I took. Yeah. And it is thriving. And you fixed it. It's, yeah, it's right over here. And we didn't know what kind of plant it was. And then you told me that you looked it up, and you looked up. What kind of plant is it? It's a. Uh, it has a bunch of names, but one name is called Devil's Ivy, and it's called that because it's impossible to kill, and it will grow even if com- kept in complete darkness, like the devil. <laughs> so it almost died, thanks to me. I don't know why, because I saved it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you didn't kill it. It's impossible to kill. So. Well, I didn't kill it, but it was real close. It was very. It was close. closer to like. What I do brown and gray than it was green. What I do appreciate about you is that you know you kill plants, but you still buy them. I do not. I bought the mums knowing I'm like, these are going to last What a few about weeks. the plants on our back porch? Oh, I did keep those alive. Those flowers? You kept those flowers alive? But remember, they, were, they grew in sun or shade with water or no water or anything. But I did do a good job of watering those. You did. And you keep our daughter alive. Well, she's different. She's a human. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. 
but yeah, so that's been that's what's up with me. I am uh, I am Dell's nursery is underway. I'm gonna sell some on uh, Etsy someday. Didn't oh. you have a name for your greenhouse? Um, Delciduous. Delciduous. is greenhouse and good times. Yeah. House of green and good times. Good times. Uh, what's been up with you though? Well, speaking of good times and greenhouses, when we were driving back from your parents today, <laughs> we got rerouted. Typically, we take the highway, but we got routed through um, another side of town. And you had told me about this, but as we were driving through, there was just a ton of shops selling weed or weed supplies or something like that. Marijuana. And so it made me wonder if there's some ordinance where they have to be on, like, is that the weed district of Jackson? Well, I think like, because Michigan, so like a year ago, the state of Michigan legalized recreational marijuana. Weed and weed accessories. Weed and weed accessories. (laughs) Um, and it's actually South Park is doing a really good Tegrity Farms. Oh, it's, so it's good. funny. Um, so Michigan legalized weed. However, it's been about a year and they haven't hashed out how, hashed out, <laughs> how, um, how the whole thing about like selling it and licensing goes. Hmm. So they've been working on that. And apparently those are supposed to start, you know, you applied at the state level and those have been fulfilled. And then it's now it's kind of like the locally, uh, and local communities were able to opt out of it. All of those, which I noticed, there's Jackson, where we live, and then right on the edge of the east side, it's another, it's a township called like Lanai or Leone or something. And they were very like, yes, we want these pot shops, weed things here. And so that's where they're all at. Well, and so I think in the span of a mile and a half, we counted five of them. But not just five of them. One of them was called like something laboratories and it was a gigantic. It looked like 20 or 30 people could work there. It was a huge metal like barn building. It looked like a lab. It looked like a scientific and it said laboratory on it. And so they're just doing their whole thing. It's going crazy. I was going to look them up online. I'm curious. You are curious. But so they are very aggressive. And I think there's some other things. So like but then the towns had to opt out of it. So like in the area where we live, our township was like we are going to opt out of legalizing selling it um but yeah you can't buy it but you it's legal to give it to someone for free but you cannot purchase it from someone unless it's like unless it's medical usage so it's a really weird area that we're in right now yeah, I mean, in a year, it's probably going to be totally different because I feel like a few years ago it was legal or okay, and then it wasn't, and then so yeah. who even knows? Who even knows? And I guess time will tell. Mm-hmm. But it's, I guess it's one of those get on board or get off board <laughs> situations. I know I couldn't think of a better phrase. Uh huh. So yes, yeah. this is not a pro or against marijuana situation this is a this is what's happening and it's weird seeing that it's stuff interesting pop up yeah and how that industry is gonna be working but the, all the other places have clever names like choices in like i know 20 past four <laughs> it's like oh come on i thought it would be really interesting to do sweetly some type of sociological study on how when you drive by it you know what it is although the name is so discreet and they mm-hmm. all have certain colors or similar phrasing, and the outside of the store looks the same. So they use like these little visuals to let you know what yeah. it is. There's a but visual. it doesn't say like 
pot shop. Marijuana. It's a very visual like yeah. language of like provisioning and things like yeah. that. It's it's really interesting. Like the language is not. I don't know the language of it. Is they're trying to disassociate it from like pothead culture and like drug dealers. I think. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's, it's more businessy. Industrial hemp. Yeah. I was talking to a guy at a at like a birthday party a couple weeks ago and i was like oh what do you do he looked like this regular kind of farm guy baseball hat ford f-150 kind of guy he's like oh i run this blah 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 industrial hemp and i was like oh really like he didn't look like you know your typical like well hemp is such a versatile crop right. isn't it like i know and i asked him he's like you know for for like singles and rolling and ointments and ropes and anything airships and yeah so He's got the whole thing Rockets. going. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting topic. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about marijuana or hemp hemp or my plants today. Well, mm. we did a little bit. But Stephanie, what are we here to talk about here on Learn to Like Each Other, the podcast? So we take an article or a topic torn from the headlines or just something we find interesting related to relationships. And then we just kind of talk about it. So and what did that you, is what we do. So what did you find this week? You're the you're the resourcer, like the librarian of subjects. Yeah, librarians have such a fun, interesting job, I think. Um, but I was doing my little internet scan to find what was out there in the world, and I came across a gem. <gasps> I mean, everything you do has been so good. <laughs> so I don't understand how one could be more than another. So this is an article talking about Sugar daddies and sugar babies. Oh, those are my favorite candies. They come in the yellow boxes. No, no, no. So this is an article from the magazine. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Um, sociological Perspectives. And in the article, they talk about how in relationships with a sugar daddy, which tends to be an older someone that's a little bit older that has money uh-huh. and then a sugar baby so someone that tends to be younger who is like the receipt of what's called sugaring it's so funny though like now that you're bringing this up and thinking about the candy you know the candy oh yeah but so like there are sugar babies <laughs> which are these like little, little jelly bean look size things but they're like caramel but then they have sugar daddy which is like a big popsicle of the same thing and it's like putting that together with the subject you're just bringing up it's crazy i had that thought i'm like how did the candy company get to you know like this is a great idea (laughs) sugar babies well i mean there are little baby sugars yeah okay but like it's just an interesting yeah i get it so tell me about this so you're talking about like an older person like someone who's not who's older than the person they're in a relationship with and they have money Well, and so the article is from Sociological Perspectives, and it's called It's Its Own Thing, A Typology of Interpersonal Sugar Relationship Scripts. Okay. Um, And so in order to do this research, uh, the person that did it is an associate professor at the University of Colorado. Oh, wow. uh, Dr. Marin Skull. And what she did was very interesting. Tell me what Marin Skull, by the way, great name. Thank Probably you. a supervillain. Probably, most likely. <laughs> Growing devil's ivy in her basement. <laughs> uh, so she interviewed 48 current and former U.S. sugar babies. But guess how she found them? Because if you're going to do research, you got to find the sugar babies. 
How did she find the sugar babies? Guess. Guess. Internet, Google, Facebook, Instagram. She just searched people on Instagram until she found old men with younger women. So Craigslist. Oh. Which isn't atypical. Like researchers will put out, like I'm doing research. You know, have you done this? Uh, Back page and my personal favorite, the 2016 annual Sugar Baby Summit in LA. That's a thing? That's a thing. I'm like, this. Wait, wait, wait. I already did. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the Sugar Baby Summit, it looks like the first one was like around 26, 2015, and it was online. And then they did one in LA, and then there's been one in New York City and London. However, uh, they were supposed to have one in 2019, but I haven't seen any other news about it. I went to the Facebook page, and there weren't a lot of likes. There wasn't a new Facebook event. And the web page made it seem like maybe they've switched to a b- new business. So can I read you what the Sugar Sugar Baby Summit website says? Yes. This gathering is attended by hundreds of sugar babies and provides progressive courses about the sugar lifestyle. The Sugar Baby Summit is held annually in cities like Los Angeles, London, and NYC. Mm-hmm. It features lectures from dating experts, financial advisors, and sugar community experts. Sugar community. Love it. (laughs) Uh, So the Sugar Baby Summit in LA was where some of these folks were recruited. And the article's purpose uh, was to investigate the types of activities the women were engaged in, whether sex was involved, and whether their lives were intertwined with their sugar daddies. Okay. Uh, So she did these interviews with these 48 women. Okay, you're looking on the internet. What did you find? On the website, it had a link to this thing called hypergamy hyper like like mono like uh monogamy hypergamy or something hypergamy. i don't know how to say it, it the but. definition is the action of marrying a person of the superior class or caste interesting so it's like a whole this is i know a, this is a whole counterculture i i might find myself down a wormhole later tonight so odell oh wait there's more <laughs> okay okay <laughs> we've only just begun <laughs> But first, uh-huh. I, I present to you the seven types of sugar daddy, sugar baby types. Okay. <laughs> I was I'm like, just, not I'll, relationships. That's not the right word. I'm just getting over. I just got to get in that mental image of what this is. So I'm like, okay. It's every time you say sugar baby, sugar daddy, I'm just kind of like giggle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and one of the things that the person doing the research said was when you think of this type of relationship, you giggle and don't take it seriously. Right. Or you think it's an exchange of sex for money. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of set out to say, is there more behind that or is there not? Like what's really happening in these types of interchanges? Marrying above your class or cast. Yeah. Well, yeah, interesting. Well, that's part of it, but So, but I want to hear your research. So, according to the author, there's actually seven different types <clears throat> in no particular order. Okay. Uh, one of the first is pragmatic love. Mhm. And that involves women who see, and I quote, their benefactor as a potential mate whom they expect to provide for them. Benefactor even. Yeah. So, this is like, okay. All right. I feel like this is one of the basic ones. Yeah. Like, I need someone to give me money and stuff. So, okay, it's yeah, pragmatic. Yeah, it's very yeah, yeah. I want I want stuff. I want a lifestyle. Here's a guy that is gonna give it to me. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, mainly like women and older 
richer men in this study it is yeah. okay okay just in this study okay got it um the second type is sugar friendships <laughs> this is like my relationship with candy <laughs> uh, we get two bags of sugar we sit down we share it and then we're friends <laughs> Okay, keep going. Uh, so the sugar baby may get money, mm-hmm. so an allowance or rent or something, but there's no sex involved. Okay. And so in some of these cases, the people might have known each other ahead of time through some relationship, but then they became closer friends where the sugar daddy was. Hey, I got extra money. Here's some money. You're my friend. Yeah. I feel like all of the guys that hang out with the Kardashian women on your show that you watch are like that. The sugar babies? They are like sugar friends of like, oh, I'm just here and I get stuff because you're super rich. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I've had that thought with them too. I'm like, who is paying for these trips? (laughs) You're just around. How are you around, Scott Disick? (laughs) Well, not him. Not him. But other people. Other people. There were many others. (laughs) Um, So... Sugar friendships, but mm-hmm. then there's also sugar friendships with benefits. Uh, okay. Um, so they might hang out, drink, go out, hook up, have sex, and both enjoy it. So like friends with benefits, and only money. one of them has money. <laughs> and, um, and cars. Yes. Got it. <laughs> and again, giving that person, the baby, the sugar baby, access to a higher lifestyle situation. Yeah, in mm-hmm. some cases. Well, in... The thing with the sugar daddy is there's kind of a range. It's like sometimes mm. they're billionaires or millionaires, but sometimes it's just a guy that's got like 70 grand and you're poor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, okay. it's not it's not like one size fits all income. Okay, I get that. Um the next is sugar prostitution. Oh. Yeah. And so it's a form of sugaring. Love that term. With no emotion and just the exchange of gifts for sex. Okay. Yeah. That sounds it, like regular prostitution. That was what I thought. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how this is different. Maybe there's a... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get Yeah. Like, I, the definition was... Because the definition of prostitution or, um, like, sex work is pretty broad. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that jump in that... Whatever. Keep going. Yeah, I know. This is so much. My brain is all over the place right now. What are you envisioning? Just... It's like in noodles, trying to lo- get in a line of like what is up and down. So keep going. This is a whole new world to me. Uh, the next is compensated dating. And so in some of these cases, the sugar baby got money or gifts for going on a date or going on to get coffee. So it might not be a long-term thing. It might be, we went to get coffee. Here's a diamond ring hey, or something. Hey, if you go to the batting cages with me. I'll buy you a TV. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then compensated companionship. And in compensated companionship, it was a little bit different than compensated dating in some of the other cases. Because in these cases, the sugar baby often got pretty intertwined in the sugar daddy's life. Okay. But oftentimes there wasn't sex. Hmm. But they did get compensated for their time. Like, so it's like a paid friend. Yeah. And so you're like, you're part of their life, you're intertwined, but you're also getting a trip or like, a car. Or so something. you always see those guys in 
those shows that you're talking about who's like the life coach like i'm just gonna hang out with you all the time and you're yeah. paying me to do that but i'm your life coach basically it's like a sugar baby life coach <laughs> okay got it i got it um and then the last one which was the most common is sugar dating Okay. And so in these cases, they have sexual interactions and they may go to work events. There was one case where a sugar baby. Oh, okay. I'm okay. I feel like this is the one I've seen on Instagram. Oh, really? What did you see? Just like people with other people at events. It's like, this is my date. And I'm like, you don't know that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, in one case, a sugar baby had all of her bills paid and was with a person for three years, but they never had sex. Okay. But then in another case or in a few cases, like they were dating and then they got a monthly allowance. I don't want to judge people who do this. And so I'm not going to judge them. To me, it sounds really, it sounds kind of sad. Like it sounds like, oh, it makes me, it makes me kind of like, oh, but it's, I'm not like a judgment on the person. That's totally a judgment. No, no I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Something about it is just like, oh, that's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess if two adults want to do this, it's totally fine. Well, I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, well, if they're finding fulfillment in it or they don't want to go to some other, I don't know, depending on the type they have. Okay. And so some people in the interviews would... One, some, one of the things that they said is the relationship they had was way better than the stereotype of what people imagine. Yeah, because again, like my stereotype is like, oh, it's kind of sad. Like I'm a guy who can't do anything, so I'm going to pay a girl to be my girlfriend or whatever. And some of the relationships lasted for decades, and oftentimes they were really mutually fulfilling. Okay. I could. I mean, again, I could see that. Like if that's just how you work in your relationship. Every relationship has a, a way they work. And if that's just how you work, I guess that's how you work. Um, so one of the things that they found, okay, and this is where I go into the interesting thing. Oh, this is where it gets crazy, huh? So one of the things that they found is that these relationships are on the rise. And they're on the rise thanks to the internet. Mm-hmm. And so there's websites like sugardaddyforme.com and seekingarrangement.com or letstalksugar.com. Oh, wow. So I went on to sugardaddyforme.com. Oh, what did you find? Well, I made a profile. What? <laughs> and um, it was pretty quick to do. Uh-huh. It was like five were you, minutes. Were you the sugar daddy? I was the sugar baby. Okay. And you could pick if you wanted a sugar daddy, a sugar mama, or if you were a sugar baby. Um. And then you could pick your age range and then the gender that you were looking for. And then, like, you have to put your income. All inclusive. Well, Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, it was interesting. And then I had to make my own profile. So I put in a fake name and a fake email and then, like, fake everything else. But then when I had to pick the age range, I actually thought about it. I was like, what would be acceptable to me? Mm-hmm. So I was like, between... 35 and 60? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, 60-year-olds can still get, get get make things happen. Yeah, right? Yeah, they're still cool. 60 is the new 40? Sure. That's a thing. And so I clicked, and then it wanted me to pay, so then I just clicked to another section, and it was like, browse matches. Mm. And so you could look at whether there was anyone close to your zip code or geographic area, 
Or you could look at people that were online right now. Were there a lot of people in our area? There wasn't anyone in our area that came up. Mm -hmm. But then it showed people or guys um, that were hot or like being... (laughs) That not like physically yeah, hot, but yeah, yeah. they were pretty popular. Oh. And then it also showed guys that were online right now. Ooh. Uh, so then they had age brackets of guys. It broke it up by guys that were in age brackets between thirty and forty, and then they were hot and online right now. Wow. And then it went, you know, thirty to forty, forty fifty, fifty to sixty, sixty. Or no, I stopped at sixty. So there. Right. Okay. But then I like clicked on a few profiles and looked at them and. It was interesting because some of the income ranges were like they list the income range and what they do, and they just seemed like kind of normal guys. Was it there wasn't? Did you seem to find anything like common thread running through the profiles of like what they liked or, or things that they said? Or was there any? If sort I'm of- being honest, they seemed less sleazy than. I've only been on another dating site through my friends that have showed me, and it seemed less sleazy than that. Hmm. It seems like I'm just looking to like hang out and have a relationship or something. And I have a lot of money. Or it wasn't always like a lot of money. It was just like some money, but I'm willing to provide for someone. That's kind of sweet in a way, isn't it? It seemed at least this one website I went on. My my mind is all over the place with this. Are you going to make a sugar daddy one and then like we'll do it together? I want someone to give me money. Well, that's what I'm (laughs) saying. I'm like, do you want to look for a sugar mama? Yeah. (laughs) Totally. I mean, I'm very happy with our lifestyle currently, but like. I know. It's just interesting. Stephanie, I have to go on a date. I'll come back with the TV. (laughs) We are sugar friends. I'm going to the batting cages. I'll be right back. Oh, sugar daddy for me. Hmm. In another life, would you see yourself signing up for something like this? I don't think it's necessarily something for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I don't think so. How about you? I guess the thing is that like, I like people. I mean, I like all people. But I find people around my age to be fairly engaging. Like, I don't necessarily find an older relationship something that I, like, really would be, like, hungry for. Does that make sense? And I feel that in these sugar situations, it's an older person, you know, like, someone who's a little bit, like, age-wise. Well, and that's what was interesting, because it said that the most popular age range people were picking was between, like, 30 and 50. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know... Anyone in their 70s or 80s. Yeah. I'm not talking about like senior citizen, but like I'm not, I don't know. I guess I'm not interested in, in, in a relationship with someone 10, 15 years older than me. Yeah. So. Interesting. If they were my agent, super wealthy, maybe. <laughs> maybe we could make it work, I guess, if we had to. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, I think, I think I will stay where I am. Uh, every episode we have to decide if we're going to stay with our marriage. Um, and today I've decided, yeah, I'm going to stay. Yeah, we're good. We did it. Keep it. Good job. <laughs> I learned to like you very much. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Stephanie, this is wild. Do you have any more wild, wet and wild facts for me today? So the last thing I'll do is I want to close with reading Sugar Daddy for Me and what they say to the ladies who are signing up to be sugar babies. Okay. Ladies. <clears throat> are you an attractive young woman? 
struggling in the early part of your career, an aspiring model, actress, or businesswoman? Would you like to have a... Oh, it clicked on... It went to a different page. Sorry. An aspiring model, actress, or businesswoman. Would you like to have a man be a provider for you? Do you just love to be taken care of and treated like a princess? You will make the perfect sugar babe! Exclamation point. Are you tired of dating single men who don't treat you right? Question mark. Hmm. I feel weird. <laughs> I like, are you the three kinds of women? Models, actresses, and businesswomen. Business <laughs> Are you a student? Forget it. Business women, actresses, models. I don't, it's like, I'm torn between like, that's kind of neat and just kind of yeeky. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? What's your final thoughts on the sugar baby lifestyle? I don't know. I don't know much about, I feel like we could do a whole nother thing on like sugaring and like you had looked up some other stuff. Well, you'd already made a profile. So maybe this is something we need to dig deep into deep dive. I mean, this is some pretty in-depth, like investigative journalism, Stephanie. If I leave you for some billionaire prince, <laughs> just that's not going to happen for research. Yeah. Research purposes. <laughs> I'll meet you at the castle in Bangladesh. Well, Stephanie, as long as we can split the money. <laughs> <sighs> no, that's all I got. Well, that's very interesting. This Dang. is like an ass. This is your I, mind is blown. I can tell you're going to be on the uh, internet thinking about uh, this. I feel that we've gone through so many different subjects and so many different topics. You, we always ask, like, well, what are we going to do? And you've really, you've really, I don't know, cracked a good one. Thanks, boo. This is a whole another thing. Well, I guess we're going to talk more about the sugaring lifestyle next week. Um, here at the podcast. So thank you, Stephanie, for sharing that with us. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, for all of you who are listening, if you're interested in the sugar lifestyle, I guess you can do that. That would be great. Um, but if you're also interested in our podcast, you can listen to all 125 of our episodes wherever you find quality podcasts on Apple, on Google, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Dasher, on Dancer away all you can find our podcast anywhere good podcasts are sold and traded and we're on facebook just search learn to like each other and we've got a group and a page also we'd love your help kind of spreading the word so share our episodes and give us a rating and review on apple podcasts that would be so great we really appreciate it i think that's all we have for today stephanie anything else we hope that after listening to this podcast you learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much. You want to look at a few of the profiles.